Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast or on YouTube if you're joining us on the Rugby League Guru YouTube channel here in Bloke in a Bar Studios with the great Matty the Waterboy. Matty, welcome mate, what's doing? What's going on? Just uh, just preparing for, for a bit of a drop tonight, which will be which is exciting. What have we got on Bloke? What, what is dropping tonight? Well, cricket season, as we all know, uh, we got the Good Areas tee, I'm wearing it now, it says Good Areas on the back. It's one of the great sayings, isn't it? Oh, it's the best, it's the best. And then we've got the not-so-classic saying, uh, Tonkin Cherries, which is something Denon made up <laughs> last year. Can be masterclass. Oh, it's the best. It's so I, I still laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> and we got the uh, the yellow floppy hats, so they yeah, go on nice. sale tonight as well. Yeah, beautiful. So get yourself to uh, bloke.shop. Yep. Yep, get your paws on those tonight. They will go quickly. A uh, bit of breaking news today with the Roosters. Well, you know, two of the worst-kept secrets in rugby league, but also Angus Crichton. Uh, we've spoken about on Bloke in a Bar a number of times. I, I know that me and Matty have spoken off mic as well, that we've had this Angus Crichton re-signs with the Roosters post. I've had it ready for 18 months. Yeah, I actually remember I made it when I was, like, watching – a big bash game or something last year. Like it was over a year ago now for sure. It's crazy. Like I remember seeing the article and I texted to Dan and I was like, hey, it's ready. I'll text you when it's official. I never texted him. Yeah, it's wild. And I mean, obviously we've got a Rugby World Cup coming up next year. He's obviously got a Rugby Union background, came through at Scots College there, came from the country, ended up at Scots. Absolutely brained it there. If you've if you, if you got a couple of spare minutes, go and watch his highlights, his Rugby Union highlights from his year 12 season, that GPS comp. He was unbelievable. Came into first grade with the Rabbitohs. Killed it. Uh, he was obviously playing in the back row, but fuck, he had inside centre of rugby union written all over him, the lines he was running. He was very impressive. Now landed at the Roosters, been there a couple of years, won one premiership there in 2019, I believe. Uh, and now he has re-signed for another two years, so not going uh, to the Rugby World Cup next year. Obviously, it does leave it open, though, doesn't it, Matty? We've got a Rugby World Cup in 2027, obviously being played here in Australia. It's going to be interesting as we lead up to that. Yeah, it's a huge carrot for some of those big rugby league boys. Obviously, you've got the big one is, is Suli that they're all talking about. How he's a, you know, played rugby growing up. Um, I think Angus Crichton is probably the second the second one there. 
Uh, and, but you got other guys who, who played rugby come up as well. Like Cam Murray always talks about um, going to, uh, pl- how much he loved playing rugby union for Newington as a kid. Not that I'd ever want him to leave my Rabbitohs team, but there's, there's a few guys there who probably are seriously looking at that 2027 World Cup, and I couldn't blame them. Couldn't blame them. Yeah, and I know, like, especially in in Sydney anyway, and I know with a lot of the Roosters boys, a lot of the South Sydney boys, those boys used to get filtered into, like, Matto Sports, and they'd play league coming through high school. The vast majority of them are now getting pushed to Scott's, Waverley, Newington, these sort of private schools where they play rugby union. And this is why you keep hearing more and more about these schools. So Elite and uh, Penasini, where, where, where were they? At Kings, were they? Kings or Newington, one of the two. Yeah, um, like yeah. You've got like uh, Mawali for South Sydney, uh, a heap of these guys that come through Waverley, all these Scots boys and everything. So uh, the landscape has changed a little bit in Sydney as far as where these NRL clubs are sending their players. Uh, so a lot of them are playing rugby union and being more and more involved with rugby union systems. So so come 2027 when, yeah, that's a few years away now, we're, we're still going to have a lot of the same superstars we've got now, but more will emerge as well. You would have to assume that the ARU is going to throw every fucking cent they possibly can at making the Wallabies relevant in that season. So very, very keen to see how it goes with all these guys. On Angus Crichton though, Matty, obviously played for South Sydney a couple of years ago. He's been sensational for the Chooks. Where would you rank him as far as back rowers in rugby league? Would you be willing to say he's the best back rower in rugby league? Oh, he's right up there. Um, off the top of my head, I well, I wouldn't push back on it. He's, mm. he's he's certainly right up there as one of the best. Yeah, I, pro- I probably would. I probably would say he's the best back rower in the comp at the moment. Oh, I think he's probably been the most consistent over the last three years. I think he's been sensate. And I, I, th- I think it's been tough on him as well. I'm, I'm saying most consistent when he plays in the back row. Trent Robertson has fucked around a lot with him, yeah. using him as a middle four, which I don't think was overly effective. I think he just has to be used a- as an edge guy. And I'm that's the one thing I'm a little bit worried with Angus Crichton, that if... Matt Lodge doesn't re-sign. Takiyaho's leaving. Lindsay Collins, I love him, but he has got his HIA problems. I'm worried that we will see a little bit more and more of Angus Crichton getting shifted into the middle. Personally, I don't think it's the best spot to use him. I would be locking him in on that, on that left edge, let him take over from Boyd Corner on that left side and just dominate on that edge. I love everything about Angus Crichton. I think he's going to be a starting kangaroo uh, in their best 17. Have you got him locked in, Cam Murray on one edge, Angus on the other side? Zero doubt in this world. Zero doubt. I think we came into this World Cup thinking, Nanai maybe, but I I just think the the more I see of Angus and just how consistent he is, I I simply think it just has to be him. So Angus Crichton staying for another two years at the Sydney Roosters, a great re-signing by them. They took their time with it uh, for whatever reason, but they have got the job done. And Angus Crichton, he'll be staying at Bono Junction for two more seasons, which is a scary prospect for every other team in this competition. Now, two other signings that we've heard about for the last few weeks, months, whatever it might be that the Roosters have officially announced. The first one from South Sydney, uh, Jackson Paulo. Now, obviously had a couple of games this year where he wasn't overly impressive. Let's be honest here, he had some absolute shockers. It happens to players. He copped it left, right and centre. After that, uh, all the online stuff that happened, which is absolute bullshit, and I hope that's none of you that are listening slash watching. Uh, But then pretty soon after that, he all of a sudden was on the radar of the Sydney Roosters. And Matty, I, I, I know you're, you're a South Sydney fan and whatnot, but the timing was fucking weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was very strange. He had that, that game that you just pointed out, which, I mean, everyone is bad. Like, he had a shocker, but it's got nothing to do with signing with the Roosters. It just mm. happened. He just happened to have signed that week earlier. It just hadn't been announced yet. Thank fuck it hadn't been announced. Imagine if it got announced 
and then he had that game. Exactly. It, oh, yeah. it would have been. It would have been. And I mean, like, as much as there was that game that wasn't impressive, you know, last year I thought he was great for Sass. You know, I was very impressed with him. The weeks leading up to that game, he also wasn't fantastic, let's be honest here. Uh, but, yeah, for him to have that game and cost so much negative attention, then it break that he was going to the Roosters. A really interesting one. More and more, there's probably there's probably signings. for, And like, oh, I, I don't think this is a bad signing. Don't get me wrong. I think Trent Robinson will get the very best out of Jackson Paulo. But more and more, there are signings that – don't make a huge amount of sense to me from the Roosters. Kevin Naguama was another one. I wasn't really sure if they particularly needed him. Uh, so it is an interesting time. You've obviously watched probably more of Jackson Paul than what I have, Matty. How do you think he's going to go at the Roosters? And more importantly, do you think his best position is centre or wing? Uh, definitely wing, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, like, he's really skillful. He just, I mean, if he cuts out his errors, he's a good player. Like, yeah. he's got he's got all, this, all the skill in the world. I think he just needs a bit of time to cut those errors out of his game because it, it 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 can cost his team. It did show in that game and he does do it at times. But for example, like against the Eels in that finals game a few years ago, he took that great intercept. Mm. You know, that won us the game pretty much. He, he's got all the skill and, and, and it's there. Hopefully someone like Trent Robertson can get the best out of him because if you do get the best out of Jackson Paulo, he's a fantastic player. He just got to cut out those errors. Yeah, it's good get. Oh, well, what I wonder is, oh, I think he plays his best footy when he's playing right wing. Now, Suwaliti obviously played right wing for the Chooks this year. Is there a world where they potentially short ball him over to left center and play um, and play Jackson Paulo right wing, play Suwaliti left center? My problem with having Suwaliti at right wing, his kick returns and everything are fantastic, but God, it's tough when you've got an absolute Ferrari sitting on on the right wing and your right centre is just going rogue the entire time and he's not there. Mm-hmm. I feel like Suwali, and, and I, I want Joey Manu to do that, but I feel like the Roosters attack less on strike plays down that edge because quite often Joey Manu is floating into the middle, as he should be with the role he's playing. Personally, I think they're better off moving Suwali over to the left side and maybe him and Daniel Tupu can share reps as far as going back to return kicks. What are your thoughts on that, Matty? Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. That that sounds good to me. Like Sue Lili, I always thought Sue Lili should and probably would move to centre next year, um, but hadn't really thought of it. Like obviously, Joey Munn is the right centre. I really haven't thought about this as much as I should have, but you're right. I think... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Roosters left center has been kind of a... I mean, not a weakness, but it's they haven't really had anyone there for the last... It's Drew Hutchinson at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. So put uh, Suwaliti there, and suddenly I think they're a much better team. So, yeah, I really I really like that. And there's no shock as well when you look back at, you know, the great centres over the last few years. You know, your GI was a ma- magician on that left side, Latrell Mitchell. That's where the vast majority of players, their, their pass from right to left is a lot better than left to right. So you want you also you always sort of want your strike centre to be on the left edge, in my opinion. So I would love to have Suwali out on that side. I think it would be a fantastic spot for him. So I can understand the signing from that regard if you are going to shake up the team in that manner. The other one that's really interesting is Jake Turpin. Now, Jake Turpin, 
like it wasn't that long ago he was the captain of the Brisbane Broncos. All of a sudden, it felt like he wasn't in their top three hookers overnight. It all just changed completely. We didn't see him for a lot of this season, in and out of the side, disappeared for a while there. There was reports that an injury and all this sort of stuff. He was playing a bit of Queensland Cup, though. I think we saw him again at the back end of the season, but he really fell off the radar very quickly at the Brisbane Broncos. And let's be honest here, the guys they replaced him with, Matty, none of them really set the world alight at the end of the day. No, nah, like you had Billy Walters in there in the in the middle of the year, and they, and they, they were kind of all just kicking each other out, going back in, yep. and, and it kind of they, they kept going sideways. Put it that way. I think, and we and we just spoke about this before. I think maybe they've had a look at Brandon Smith's Hooker of the Year year, as we as we spoke about earlier, um, and maybe thought maybe we should have a hooker on the bench, mm. and maybe getting rid of Verrills wasn't the best idea because the moment Verrill signed with Gold Coast, he started killing it again. So maybe they've thought, okay, we need to get a kind of specialist hooker in there whilst Brandon Smith transitions into that number nine spot, possibly. I would say the thing with Verrills, I reckon he would have got some big bicky to go up there to the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, that's true. I think true. without a doubt. So I think that... I agree with you. I wouldn't have let him go, but the money they would have had to have paid to keep him compared to the money they probably got to give Jake Turpin an opportunity, I reckon there could be a three or $400,000 gap there, to be honest. Yeah, I reckon yeah, it could true. be massive. So salary cap-wise, it might make sense. And as Matty said, we spoke about it earlier. We just recorded a show before. We were talking about the greatest hookers of all time, and we are talking about the future of hookers. Brandon Smith came up, and whether we see him actually being an 80-minute hooker, I think me and Matty both agree, we don't see him being an 80-minute hooker. I think Jake Turpin will be in this side. I think he'll probably be the 14. You have got guys like Hutcho, obviously, Adam Kieran, these guys that play a utility role who can play nine if need be. But if you're bringing a guy like Turpin into the club, I'd be a little bit surprised if he's not given an opportunity to actually play. So the way that I see it playing out, I think the Brandon Smith, he'll play a lot of the game at hooker. I think he'll come off for a spell. Turpin will go on. And then I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, Brandon Smith later in the game come on and play as a middle forward. Sort of uh, almost lot like he has done for the Melbourne Storm over the last few years. I think he's just one of the best momentum guys in rugby league. I think he could play an 80-minute hooker role if you needed him to. But the beauty of Brandon Smith is that he's got a wider skill set than just playing as a nine. As I said, I think he's the best momentum guy in rugby league. There's a lot of different ways. As always, the Roosters, they leave themselves with many options of how they want to deal with things. But I'll be honest with you, these two signings, they surprised me when I first heard them. They probably surprised me a little bit now that they've come through. But I'm never going to doubt Trent Robinson and his ability. I'm sure that he will get it right by the time the season comes around with probably Turpin off the bench. And I think um, Jackson Paulo probably on the right wing. Anything else to add on that, Matty? No, not really. I'm just, I'm glad for the Roosters that they finally were able to lock up up Angus Crichton because that's just been floating around for the last year and it, it... I, I, I suspect they would have got a little bit nervous, the Roosters fans. Uh, yeah, well, without knowing – yeah, I imagine Roosters fans would have. I'd love to know what was the whole story behind yeah. and why it took so long. Well, wasn't there a thing earlier, like in the middle of the year, that they didn't have enough money for him or something? Like all those headlines started coming out, so – yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to know what happened. Oh, I'd love to know if Angus has been sitting there for the last few months going, fuck, what's going to happen? Mm. Or if he just knew it would be okay. It was just a matter of time until it got sorted. An interesting situation. Oh, I think they would there would have been a pretty clear communication line there between club and player. I think both parties would have known exactly what was going on. And as always, a sign of a good club, Matty, nothing gets out. Oh, nothing ever gets out of the roof. The it's only crazy. thing you've heard about Angus Crichton over the last few months is people like us guessing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
Incredible sign of a good club. Three good re-signings there. Really looking forward to seeing what Trent Robinson gets out of all of them. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 